Well, hello there, friends. Take on me. Take me on. I'll be gone. Take me on. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> me on. Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast from Raffle Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, lead singer of the Ahas, Adam, and we're <laughs> today we have with us Chad. <laughs> Taylor week, everyone. It is, it is. Welcome to episode two, uh, 37. Uh, you can catch us live on twitch.tv slash idiot Sunday evenings at 8.30 Eastern. YouTube and podcast services 9 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesdays on upcoming... On today's upcoming show, excuse me, I don't know how to speak. Game Awards Fallout. Everything Game Awards. Hey, remember the Game Awards? They happen. We're going to talk about it. Game you can Awards. now officially kick Garfield's ass Ooh. in GTA 5 DLC is a big deal. I specifically, like I it? don't know. I, I want a <laughs> game where we specifically have Garfield's ass. Like it's, my name is Mayo. Mm-hmm. You know, just you're the familiar cheeks. with that game? Where you just yeah. tap on the mayo jar 10,000 times for a platinum trophy. I want that, but for mm-hmm. Garfield's ass. And I just want his little cat butthole with his little tail sticking up. And I just want to punch his butthole till he bleeds. And then you get a platinum trophy. Someone's made that on DeviantArt. I believe it. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and jump to our main quest. This is everything Game Awards. We're going to talk some of the winners, some of the announcements, our personal feelings on the show. Ooh. Chad, me and you sat down. With the Wrath Pack. You don't know if I was sitting. Me and you hang out with the Wrath Pack <laughs> and watch the Game Awards. Uh, so that was awesome to, to hang out with all those guys and, and watch it and be able to goof and goof and guffaw? Goof to talk about Game guffaw. Awards as they were going live. Yeah, yeah it was fun. It was a headache and a half that afternoon. Big old lots of turmoil and trouble trying to figure out how we were going to get all of us together. Watching it synced up. While also not hearing five different TVs playing the Game Awards at the same time. But um, shout out to PlayStation parties, watching it via PlayStation as well. And then everyone having headsets. And then also plugging in, three of them were in the same room, plugging in a blue snowball microphone into the PlayStation to capture all three of them. And then all of them having, I think they had headphone splitters all going into one dual sense. It was a a headache, but it was cool the way it worked out. (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering because they kept talking about stuff in the room. I'm like, are they all in the same room together? They keep talking about things in the physical space. I mean, you were at, you know, other places. Yeah, all the Rhode Island So that's pretty cool. Actually, Brent is uh, over in your state, Kentucky. So yeah, you guys could have hung out a little bit. What part? I didn't know. If I would have known, I would have hung out. Yeah. Did he get killed by a tornado? Not a joke. That was apparently a really bad thing that happened. I was looking at the death toll is over 100 now in Kentucky from that night of i had no idea i literally i was like man it's real windy tonight and then i woke up and had no idea it was a thing but apparently it was like oh it was a bad How thing freaking terrifying must that be to be in the middle of the night <laughs> like you're like you know this sorry this is not funny but i mean you're laughing <laughs> you know those dreams where you're falling yeah. and then you always wake up before you fall and like i don't know you're like you fall off the bed or like you're just like oh, and you're just but like, what if you wake up in your mid tornado? And you're actually in falling. How fucking terrible! You would be like, I'm not awake right now, <laughs> and you would try to go back to sleep. Sorry, that's not funny also, at all. But it's fucking terrifying. I, I give you your saying. <laughs> also, that's uh, a fallacy. It's not true. 
people were like, I remember people always telling me as a kid, you're like, yeah, you wake up before you hit. I'm like, I've had a lot of dreams of me falling off stuff and I fucking, my neck fucking cracks before <sighs> I wake up. Like I hit the fucking ground and then I wake up Ouch. once I've hit the ground. Oh, I've never, I've yeah. never hit the ground. Yep. All the time. Woof. People are like, if you die in your dream, die rough. I'm like I should have been dead about 15 times and I'm eight <laughs> years old, but okay. Whatever you say, guys. Speaking of dying and coming back to life, Game Awards. Woo! We're talking about the winners. Uh, I I handpicked, cherry picked some uh, categories. These are normally the bigger ones. But if there's anything that you know off the top of your head, you know, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Game of the Year took it all. It takes two. Whoa, whoa. Right? It takes two coming in. There. I had a feeling. I had a feeling you just did. based on who votes on these awards, but either way, it was pretty cool. Joseph Harris was like, <laughs> he said something about if you, you should like, you should have kids if you like them, or he <laughs> said like, something funny. Making about this kids. game made me realize how much that I like my kids, or something like that. He's <laughs> like, they're great. You should have yeah. kids if you can, or if you want them. Yeah, kids are cool. I guess you know, <laughs> I like them more than I thought. Uh, so that was it's cool. a great game. I actually Ferris finished that game there. this week, and it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Cool. I should finish it on Tuesday. That's what I'm thinking. Sweet. I think that's where we're going to play again. So, yeah, it seems like it's deserved, and he seems like a nice guy, so I'm very happy for him. Uh, Best Direction went to Deathloop, which, again, I'm not... I We have a, a, a list of the uh, other nominees and such, but Deathloop, being nominated in absolutely everything, didn't win as many awards as I thought it would. Yeah, it still too. won yeah. a, a decent amount, but I thought it would have won a couple more. Narrative, Guardians of the Galaxy, I absolutely agree with this one. Because that game, the gameplay is like okay, yeah. But just like man, the the story and the characters, I'm like, this is why it's one of my favorite games of the year. So narrative is absolutely where that game excels. That's awesome. I, I absolutely I can't agree wait with to play that, that one. Over Christmas. Yep. Art direction, Death Loop, which I like the style of Death Loop, but this is one of the ones that was like, hmm. There's other games that like uh, people are talking about, like Artful Escape, or like that game is literally just yeah the art direction, and you know. It is what it is. I don't care about snubs or whatever that's. So we'll get to that stuff later. Yeah. Uh, score and music was near. I'm not gonna Jeff version one point four two nine nine six four nine six five five eight three three. Yeah, somebody was like, "Say it, you coward!" Yeah. <laughs> Say the whole yeah, he's name. Like, Winner Jeff is near. I guess it's not a tournament. Near something. Near replicant. Near replicant. And then I was like, "Say the full title, you coward!" You did. <laughs> that was pretty good. But yeah, people liked music in that one. Uh, I don't remember what else was up here, but Guardians is very good music. Also, it's a cheat because it's all licensed 80s music, <laughs> as we talked about earlier today. Uh, this one really shocked me. Best performance went to Maggie Robertson of uh, Lady Demetrast fame. Man, Again, she, I, she, I guess, is tall in real life, too. Who knew? She's also a very large yeah. lady. Yeah. Uh, and again, nothing against her. I, you know, I haven't played Village. I watched all of Village, so I basically played it. And, you know, she's good, but it seemed like a meme thing because she's not in the game for that long, right? Yeah, like, she's she not in the game for a goes ton. away and pretty early. Like, playing the game, she was good, but I, compared to other years, this is why this is where it's getting a little unruly in my brain. Compared to other years, I feel like there, she stood absolutely no chance against anyone else that has ever won a best performance. Not to say that she wasn't good, but it's like she was, she was fine. Um, but I also, that was literally the only performance. I didn't play any of the other games like True Colors or mm. Deathloop or anything like that of anyone else that was nominated. So I don't know if anyone else deserved it more than she did, but but she, yeah. uh, she got Because I know Giancarlo was in that category, and he's very good. But again, I mean, he's like in 20 minutes total, if I guess you put all the cutscenes together, but I think he's very, very good. Yeah. But the, the main thing was that, um, oh, I don't remember. Was it, was it Maggie, the, uh, the actor from Life is Strange? 
which again, I haven't played yet, but people love that game and think it deserves game of the year. And I'm assuming based on it's a narrative driven game. So I'm assuming the main character is probably very good in the video game. So I think that one kind of surprised me, but good for Maggie, you know, do your thing. Uh, Best indie and indie debut went to Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Nice. It's another game I got to get back to and finish. Which is pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of really good indies on that list. I think everyone should check out those lists every year because those indie lists are almost as good as the Game of the Year list. Uh, and then most anticipated went to Elden Ring. Of course, the video game uh, journalism is full of nerds who like from software. Yes. And Elden Ring does and look George cool. George Railroad so. Martin. Twice in a row. That was the second year in a row it won most anticipated. Yes. Let's just do it again next year, even though it already <laughs> came out. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. Uh, so was there any other categories or things you yeah we'll get to we'll get to thoughts on like winners and losers and stuff at the very end but any other categories you thought stood out or you know the awards i know people did complain about this i didn't but people were like there's not enough awards there's too many trailers and stuff and for me i'm like i that's why i'm watching the awards is for the trailers (laughs) so that's why i'm here i'm here for the announcements the trailers all that cool stuff and then also to be able to like with a fleeting thought say oh congrats to mm-hmm. the winners. Yeah, they did definitely shotgun through a bunch of them. I think they shotgun through the right one. They're like esports coach and player. I'm like, go ahead and get rid of that. Don't yeah. care. Put it up for two seconds, put it down, because I don't know and I don't care. Yep. But um it'd be cool to see more maybe developers talk about their games. But overall I think it's you know they get enough people up there, I feel. They had the they bills. had some developers talking and they had quite a few I mean my biggest complaint about it all, I said it several times throughout the thing is like, oh look, there's another middle aged white dude talking about his game. I was like, let's get some diversity up there. On the stage with Keely, yeah, please specifically, yeah. It's like, hey, I'm here to talk about my video game. We did have the one time we had person of color up there. It's that girl who works for T-Mobile or whatever, <laughs> Verizon. I don't know the girl who was always there. She's like, check out this dude's stream, and then she said, "That's right." Was it? She said Genshin Impact. She said wrong. Genshin, and the winner is Genshin, Genshin Impact. And she was, yeah, she looked like she was being filmed on like a Sony Handycam from 1992. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she's very popular. I'm sure she's the TikToker or Instagram person who's very popular. But like, I don't know who this person is, nope. but good on you for saying that uh, Japanese name wrong. Because why would you know how to say Genshin, Genshin Impact anyways? <laughs> like, that was fine. Uh, but that was, yeah. Uh, they said Jack Harlow was on their stream. And I was like, I wish I was watching that. Because that was the dude I talked about when I did the rap verse. He's a really cool guy. All right. Announcements. Boy, again, this is why I watch the three and a half hour show. <laughs> it was a uh, long. I guess it always the, is. I always come out long. of this thing being like, damn, that was exhausting, but also so much good shit. Yeah. 30 minute pre show and then three hour and 10 minute main show. I think it would have ended up clocking in at. Um, thank you for Trich for randomly giving us deja vu and skipping back 10 seconds. So we had to reset it a couple of <laughs> times. I don't think I missed anything. Yep. Uh, big of a deal. So I've got a big old list here. I'm going to just start going down through things, what you think is interesting, if there's any more information on it, whatever you want to do, but I took the choice ones, I think. All right. And these are no, these are not the order that they appeared in because I'm not, I don't have time for that. <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves and Carry On Ma, Carry On, Carry On, Carry On Carry On, on, carry on Moss helped officially reveal the Matrix Awakens, an Unreal Engine experience. Uh, which is now on a PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. Have you messed with this yet? It looked very, very pretty. Yes, I was. It, it's it's really cool. I don't. I went into it for some reason expecting like, oh man, Unreal Engine Five. It's going to be photorealistic, indistinguishable from reality. And like you go, in, it's, it's still a video game. And I was like, oh, 
I don't know why I was let down by that. But the game part of it's like three minutes, which is fine. It's I mean it's mm. you're shooting automate it's a it's an on rails shooter where you shoot at automated targets. <clears throat> but being able to like explore the engine itself and turn on and off the nanite engine or turn on and off lumen and all that kind of shit and see the city oh. densely populated and not dense like that's really cool to see the potential of this engine. Um so that's it's dope. You should go play it. I will. I, I've been meaning it to download it. And especially, you know, with Matrix or Resurrections coming out November 22nd in theaters and HBO Max. That's right. Absolutely. It's on HBO Max and it's also in theaters worldwide. You can see it in IMAX uh, as well. <clears throat> December 22nd. It's a great your family, family film. <laughs> great family. You can take your whole family, give the kids some popcorn, hide a little like Lunesta in the popcorn and they back out <laughs> so that you can enjoy the movie. Exactly. Uh, we also got a trailer, but yeah, Keanu Reeves was having a good old time. He's like, "What's up, gamers? I'm here." He I'm was like, "All right, Keanu, up. we love yeah, you." Yeah, he's fantastic. He is great. Next up, Star Wars Eclipse, Into which it. the CG trailer Into very it. good CG trailer. Uh, first video game set in the High Republic era and being developed in collaboration between Quantic Dream and Lucas Games. Uh, Lucasfilm Games promises multiple character branching narrative game and is early in development. So. Again, trailer was super dope. I'm very excited for this. The Quantic Dream thing still upsets me, but whatever. I'll deal with it when it comes to it. But yeah, it's awesome to see like a really dope looking star. Again, CG trailer. That's not what gameplay is going to look like. But maybe, because like you said, they do just make narrative games. So it'll exactly. probably be close. Yeah, so much, Next of, so much of Quantic Dream is... Like, it, they made Beyond Two Souls, they made Heavy Rain, and they made most recently a um, game whose name I always fucking forget. Detroit, Detroit become, become human, human, which was something that only I played, and I think everyone else should play because it's fantastic. But uh, yeah, so their games are mostly you know dialogue, like choice based, quick time events. So it's all kind of pre rendered stuff. You just kind of choose where you're gonna go and what you want to do. But this may be them branching out into a new type of game as well. But anyway, it looks awesome. All your favorite Star Wars friends are there. Trash can robot, little green goblin, lightsaber holder, mm -hmm. man in a robe, <laughs> all dude with a black mask. All of them are there. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great party. Man born from goop. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. all there. It's a good time. Uh, yeah, and again, there's I haven't really gotten too much into High Republic's era stuff, but it seems like a really cool era of Star Wars. Um, so that should be real nice. Very excited for Star Wars Remedy. This one is the only story that I actually. They did an interview afterwards and gave us a little bit more uh, detail. So Remy Entertainment um, announced Alan Wake 2. Uh, this new survival horror game is going to be, according to Remedy Sam Lake, a pretty scary experience. Slated to release in 2023. Uh, Sam Lake says the team is going uh, full speed with survival horror genre and has the freedom of an M rating. Uh, Alan Wake 1 was only a T. Uh, for years, Remedy's developing games on a proprietary game engine called Northlight. Uh, Sam Lake says Alan Wake 2 will set a new bar for Remedy in terms of visual quality and Alan Wake 2 will by far be the best looking most beautiful Remedy game ever Lake yes. said during a sit down interview with IGN um, so yeah that's the engine that powered things like Control and Quantum Break so those games look very good this game should be very good I'm very excited for Alan Wake 2 don't hate on one don't be a chat I, I will take all of my disdain for Alan Wake 1 and throw it out the window and say that Alan Wake 2 I am very hopeful for I am a Remedy lover despite basically only playing two of their games um, Control's favorite game of 2019 dope 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 everything they're saying is great is uh, you know they've had plenty of time to hire writers and, and actors so 
<laughs> I'll give it to you. He's a little dopey in the first game. He's like, I'm Alan Wake. I'm here to write a story. But I like the game a lot. Uh, I'm interested in the new. So when we first saw it again, I was like, that's Alan Wake. But I was like, hold on. That can't be Alan Wake. That must be Evil Within 3. Because Evil Within 2 is a similar like you're in a horror. It's like survival horror in like a weird messed up town a la right. Silent Hill. So I, I think during that I said Silent Hill, <laughs> Evil Within 3. And then Alan Wake too, but I think I said Alan Wake too first, and then it was like, no, it's got to be these other things. Like, oh no, it's actually Alan Wake. Awesome, cool, cool, cool. Very excited. I love that. Is game. that a new love reveal, or did we know that was coming already, or was it just leaked or rumored? There have been rumors of it. There's no no official announcement of Alan Wake too. So that's really cool. All right, WB Games has announced Wonder Woman, a new game from Middle of Earth Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of Wars Monolith Productions, starring the iconic DC hero. So like Wonder Woman coming from the. Yeah, I was not expecting. I'm on a list. I, I love those two um, Middle Earth games. They're really, really good. Go for it. Wonder Woman looks like her power set is awesome. I'll, I love to jump around and block bullets and beat the shit out of, you know, people from World War One. If we go based on the Patty Jenkins movie, but very excited. This will be really cool. If this this game could be DC's Spider Man. It could be like that solo narrative game that just like takes gaming to the next level for the superhero genre. I'm super excited. It could be like DC's version of Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> right. Could be that too. But no, I'm very excited. Yeah, it should be should be cool. I'm interested to see more. Again, a lot of these things when they don't put dates, I'm like, oh, that's 2023 or later. Yeah. So don't get too excited. Uh, let's see. New Elden Ring trailer premieres. Brand new cinematic story uh, trailer. Here's the thing I love, right? We are watching this trailer. And all of you guys, everyone in that chat, was going they're like oh man super cool and at the end they're like we have no idea what's happening but we're excited <laughs> for Elden Ring because no one has any idea what the story in From Software games are it's just like oh I'm an, I'm a creepy girl talking about the past and then there's just like a dude in a castle it's like what is going on I tell on? you Doesn't what matter. though I played Bloodborne got the platinum trophy did all the Chalice Dungeon shit and it was fantastic game absolutely love that game had no idea what the fuck was going on and then i watched like 40 minutes on youtube of the story of it and i was like oh my god that's awesome all of this shit is amazing <laughs> i didn't get any of that from the game but it's cool that it's there somewhere if you can find it yeah classic from software there's really good story if you read the item descriptions <laughs> but like mm -hmm. it is cool when someone breaks it down for you it's cool but yeah i'm kind of excited for Elden Ring. i'll probably end up getting it yeah it looks very good uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, shows first gameplay, and yes, it looks fun to play, I will say. Yeah, it does. I'm very it excited. Does. They were like, hey, remember that Avengers game that no one likes? Except for, <laughs> who kept saying in Brent. our chat? They were kept Brent talking about it. Is just so high on Avengers for the worst reasons. And I'm like, this is Avengers if it was good. Again, I think Avengers is fine, but this, I like the idea of this, like, oh, four-player yeah. run around and everyone's got their cool powers. Look slick, next-gen only. All about Suicide Squad. This is 2022, so we'll see. I can see that one getting delayed, but I'm very excited. And it's from a good team. Both of those games, ah. sorry, when I say both, uh, this is completely unrelated and they didn't even show up last night. Gotham Knights is also coming in the same year, right? Our, That's what it, it also says, 2022. Yeah. So we'll see. I would be, I'd be happy getting both in the same year. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they look good. In my brain, for some reason, I just uh, tie both. I guess maybe because of DC fandom, that's why I tie them both together. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're both from, both of those studios have made Batman Arkham games. Yeah. So, it's understandable. Uh, game Awards gave us the first trailer for the Halo TV series coming to Paramount Ooh, Plus in 2022. Yeah. Why were you so excited for this? I... Like, I didn't, I wouldn't peg you as the dude who would be, do a backflip for the Halo TV series. So, again, my relationship with Halo is only 
this, the campaigns of all the Halos. And by that, I mean only like two thirds of the Halos because I didn't even play four or five. But mm-hmm. you can skip one of those. <laughs> I'll skip five. Um, yeah. So just like the world of Halo is cool and the weapons and the aliens and all that shit is cool. But I, ever since Steven Spielberg came out on stage at E3 and announced a Halo TV series, I was like, this could be a fucking cool ass world to be in. Just just to have some kind of narrative in there, like to see it on screen realized with real people, like that could be really fucking dope. And even back to the, like when they had live action trailers for the Halo games too, like those were also mm. really cool. So I've always been really interested in this and thought it was dope. Um, I never, I was also the person who was like, nope, this Halo TV series is never going to happen. It's never going to happen. They've been saying it's going to happen since like 2007. Um, so there is an official, I have a reminder here, I believe to check whether the Halo TV series exists. And I believe the date, like the due date to have Halo and watch Halo was supposed to be New Year's Eve of this year. And this is something from our podcast from Mm -hmm. years ago. Let's see, check. You barely missed out. Check if Halo exists. Paramount Plus is interesting. 12-31-21. So uh, I will win that bet. We We will write it off and just say it never came out, but then we'll get to enjoy it next year as well. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm very, uh, I'm you know, I'm not a Paramount Plus subscriber, but I guess I can do it once the series comes out. Yeah, this show's been all over the place. Like you said, Spielberg, and then I think this was supposed to be on Showtime, mm-hmm. and now it's on Paramount Plus. But I'm like, the trailer, yeah, I'll give it to you. It looks pretty cool. And it looks, it looks so slick, Halo. And that costume. Like, there are shots of yeah. it that you're like, oh my god, this looks like exactly like the video game. And you're right, the costume, his his armor looks so, like, authentic for it's Halo. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. So that'll be really fun. I hope it's good. Well, it did make me get Paramount Plus. I'll watch all the Star Trek stuff. Uh, Ninja Theory presented a lengthy gameplay trailer. Yes, that was gameplay uh, from Hellblade 2 Senua Saga. Um, and she led a charge against a giant while dealing with the many voices in her hair. Uh, her hair. Her hair. Well, I guess the voices can be in your hair. Hair in your head. It's all the same place. Yeah, this one was wild. I was like, wait, is this gameplay? And it's like, oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and that game looks slick as fuck. Yep. Oh, I'm very have sad. you played and, you know, the original? You love the first one. Yes, I have. Yeah. yeah, that original. I mean, everything about the original is all is like super cinematic. Um, and what I love is even in the trailer, like as we were watching it, Dallas was like, "Oh my god, I'm getting some like 3D audio shit." And I was like, "Yeah, that's that's the crux of this game is like all of the psychosis going on in your head, these voices and shit like that." So, uh, I was happy to see that even the trailer live streamed on Twitch had that integrated into it too. It's like, "Oh my god, these voices everywhere." I hear it. Um, very excited for this game. It was one of my favorites of whatever year it came out as well. Uh, everyone go play it. I think it's on Game Pass now because Microsoft. Yeah, because they own yeah. Ninja Theory. Just go for and it's it. also on every, it's on every console, console and yeah. PC. And it's also any, an easy yeah. platform trophy. on Switch? It is on it's Switch. On Switch? Yeah. It's yeah, also, somehow. if you get it on PC, you can play it in VR, which sounds terrifying. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, thank you. Like behind you, it's like, oh, I actually have to turn around now, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, that that was, that's probably the best looking game that we saw there, without a doubt. I don't know how they're going to do that. I hope that stays up. Uh, Embark Studios, which I believe is full of X Dice developers, uh, debut game is called Arc Raiders, which is this was the one more, the very end, one more thing kind of a, uh, uh, announcement. A vibrant sci-fi PVE third-person shooter that features three-player co-op and a heavy focus on teamwork. Be free to play when it arrives on PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC in 2022. So, a brand new game from yeah. a studio or from people who used to make really, really good games, and it looked very pretty. Yeah, and free to play. I'll check that out. Yeah, absolutely. 
And I'm loving, I'm loving. I think there was only one game at all throughout the whole thing that I saw that said coming to PS4. Everything else was next gen only. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Which is the way I want it. Yes. Please. Because I have a console, so I can be that way. Yes. <laughs> uh, Forspoken, the upcoming game from Square Enix featuring an ambitious mix of magic and procure, procure. will officially be. <laughs> will officially be released on May 24th, 2022 for PS5 and PC. This is the game that I'm like, I want to be excited for. This trailer was better than the last one. I don't know. I want to see when it comes out. But like, I want to be very excited because I like all the actors. I like all the writers. The gameplay seems like Doctor Strange and Mirror's Edge, sort of. Yep. But I don't know. I like, I'm like, uh, is it good? I don't know. I want to, I hope this, I'm hoping to God that this game is good. Because this is the shit that Adam likes. But I want it to look good i want it to be good so we'll see did you say you weren't in no it was holden it was yeah, like holden, does nothing for me holden holden though that beautiful little he baby well first of all he's dead i don't he know how he got dead. in the call he's dead yeah but he was also the one who's like i don't know about god of war 2018 this game oh did he i don't know how it's gonna be <laughs> it's like what not gonna lie if you're if you are not optimistic things end up being a lot better for you that's true. <laughs> if you don't have that's high true. expectations for things things end up being so much better uh horizon for forbidden west had some more gameplay the game continues to look good yep I'm very excited so for that one aminals. did they mention ps4 in this one like we know it's on ps4 but did they mention it i don't think so they're like what is a ps4 buy a ps5 what's a computer <laughs> exactly don't buy that either <laughs> uh sega has officially re- this one was actually surprisingly yeah. really cool. Has officially revealed Sonic Frontiers, a new open zone Sonic adventure to set to speed our way in holiday 2022. This one looked like at first everyone's like, oh, Sonic Breath of the Wild. It was like, no, it's Sonic Shadow of the Colossus, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It looks kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. It uh, of course it was a CG trailer, but like the tone of it, like it looks cool. This is again probably going to be a game though that I do not even think about ever once playing. And if somebody says it's really good, I'm going to say, I don't believe you. And then one day, <laughs> one day, enough people, there will be a critical mass of people who says this game is fantastic that I will actually find it on sale or play it on Game Pass or wherever I end up getting to it. And I might be surprised. I've played a lot of Sonic games in my life, and I've been disappointed mm-hmm. on every single one of them. You know what, though? Most of the Best yeah. Sonic game? Sonic Shuffle on the Dreamcast. It was the Mario Party, but for Sonic with all them characters. Interesting. Yep. Have you played Mania? Mm-mm. Mania is always on sale for 10 bucks. That is actually a good but one. But Mania is like, like going back to the original style of Sonic, right? Mm-hmm. Which also yeah. wasn't a good game. <laughs> like, I played all those original no. Sonics, and they were not good. But this is like, hey, remember when they thought they were good back then? Here, It's actually good now. Okay. Sonic Mania is good. It's like 10 bucks. You should try that one. Or don't. That's fine. Uh, Jim Carrey and Ben Schwartz. Whew. By the way, Jim Carrey. Jim wow, Car- what a funny man. What a funny like legitimately mentally disturbed person (laughs) it's so weird because he's like he's very you know he's very out there kind of guy like with his his views and his beliefs and and stuff and you know that's cool like he has a right to think those things and i don't think he's wrong in most of the things he says he's just crazy when he says it but then he does like a kid's movie and it's like oh it's fun jim carrey he's fucking crazy and like in a good way so that was awesome what is that do the do what he say what he says don't something with a g don't something in the grinder or over the grinder something in the grinder don't, don't get in the grinder and that like <laughs> that's 
So they have they have Ben Schwartz on stage, who's also freaking hysterical, who plays Sonic. He comes out on stage, lots of funny stuff with a blank DVD in his pocket. Very good. Call back to that same joke. He's like, here's Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey has a rec- pre-recorded video where he says nothing about Sonic the Hedgehog or Dr. Robotnik, but instead just goes into this random-ass Scottish impression of telling someone not to, to grind something over a grinder, and then that's it. And then he screams <laughs> into his phone, the camera gets really close to his face, and he's gone. I was like, what the fuck it's Jim so funny it was so funny it was oh my god it was fantastic Wild. but with all those goofs and guffaws we got a trailer for sonic the hedgehog 2 showed uh miles tails per hour yeah and knuckles the echidna uh miles played by the voice actor uh, colin o'shaughnessy or colleen o'shaughnessy i believe Correct. the voice actor for tales in the games and then knuckles the echidna of course by idris elba uh i'm very excited for that movie i liked the first one it was very fun and this one looks very fun, and it's got Knuckles in it. You know what's weird? First of all, yes, all of the things, great. Knuckles, great. Miles, Tails, Prower was my favorite. Knuckles and Tails obviously were my favorite because I was not the firstborn kid, so I always had to play as a second player. Um, and I had an anger issue as a kid, so Knuckles, obviously. I loved Raphael <laughs> the Ninja Turtle. Um, anyway, mm. all of that aside, isn't it weird that like every Sonic the Hedgehog character has a first and last name except for Sonic and Knuckles? Does Shadow have one? Maybe not. Okay, maybe it's only I don't th- Tails and it's Amy. It's only Tails. Well, Amy Rose. Oh, does Amy have? Amy Girl Rose. with a hammer. Gotcha. Everyone else is name an animal. Yeah. And, it, and of course, animal, Tails has a name because animal, miles per hour. Why doesn't Tails have an animal in his thing? Is he, I assume he's a fox, but I don't know. Because they, they thought miles per hour was funnier. Right. That's saying what about Tales Amy the Rose? Fox? She's just like, oh, she's pretty in pink and a girl. Therefore, she needs a girl name. Because remember, they have Rouge the Bat, who's just a bat. Oh, you're freaking right. Sexy bat. What animal is Amy? Biggs the cat. I think she's also a hedgehog. Amy Rose is a pink hedgehog, correct? There you go. I don't know why those two have names. That's weird. I don't know. You're right. Why do Sonic Biggs the cat is just a big fucking cat? have last names. Okay. You have fun with that. <laughs> you have fun with that Google search. <laughs> Uh, all right, next. You let me know the results, though. Okay. Cuphead, the delicious last course, the long-awaited DLC expansion, is releasing on June 30th, 2022. I love the way that they introed this with the, the band and the... Not the Gilmore Girls. What's the movie with Beyonce where she's a singer with the two other girls? Uh, she's Foxy Cleopatra, the singer in Austin Powers. Nope, that's not it. Oh. Jennifer Hudson, I think, is also in that movie. Dream Girls. But it's like the, you know... like Yeah, Dream Girls. Yeah, it's like Dream Girls yeah. style. Thing and it was pretty good. The girl on the left was not getting into her hand motions at all. Kind of disappointed me, but she has a good voice. It's fine. Uh, But yeah, (laughs) DLC for Cuphead game is great. Super fucking hard. Everyone have fun and enjoy that. Yeah, that game is great. That's one. It's it's one of those games that like you love to bash your head against the wall, but it's great. Uh, I have an update in the comics. Mm -hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog has a middle name Maurice, who which was his grandfather's name. Um. But still no last name. He has a first name and a middle name. Sonic Maurice. Sonic Maurice. Uh, what the hell is his name? No. What's his name from uh, Family Matters? Urkel. Urkel. Sonic Maurice Urkel. That's <laughs> his name. Jaleel White. Uh, Sonic Maurice, yeah. Jaleel White, Urkel, Chili Dog Man. Hot. Hedgehog. <laughs> the third. <laughs> <laughs> Telltale Games has announced it's working on a video game adaptation of The Expanse, a critically acclaimed sci-fi TV show. A new game is being co-developed by Life is Strange, True Colors, Deck 9. So, Telltale 
closed then reopened some of the people from the old company are there they're having the people who make their style games in deck nine come and help them with this game you know awesome i've never watched the expanse but people who love the expanse fucking never stop talking about the expanse I, so maybe i should watch i have an announcement days. to make um dane owner of his balls dane dizzy's balls who has <laughs> come up multiple times on this podcast in the past um i got a text message saying how dare you call the expanse b b tier sci-fi if you remember a few weeks ago we were talking about something and the expanse came up and i was like oh but that's like b tier right I've never seen The Expanse. I just assumed it was B-tier just because of the way people love it, like Battlestar Galactica. And by, by B-tier, I mean, like, not sci-fi itself, but, like, the budget. But then he mm-hmm. sent me a video. I said, listen, you send me a video of something that looks cool from The Expanse, and I will make a public apology on the show. And he did. He sent me a fight scene. It looks very, very cool. I am 1% swayed in the direction of maybe watching the show one day. There. I've done my duty. Dane, The Expanse is no longer a B-tier sci-fi show. Damn right. It's A-tier. Get over yourself. <laughs> but I'm excited. Uh, I like Telltale's style games. Yeah, me too. That's, I, I it's, need to watch The Expanse. It's weird so them soon. coming back like to see something from them. Because they obviously they closed. All their shit goes away. New, new companies like, we'll buy the Telltale name and all the properties and hire as many of the people as we can. And then they've been silent for a while and I completely forgot they existed. And then to see them come mm-hmm. back and say, hey, we're still doing the same style of game, hopefully with a brand new engine that works. I was like, I don't know if I'm excited for that anymore five years later after the last Telltale game I've played. I don't know if, if my, my body and my mind have evolved past that type of video game or not. But we'll see when The Expanse comes out, mm-hmm. that A-tier Apparently. game. Yeah, absolutely. Apparently Life is Strange is potential game of the year. So we'll see. The one thing about this, whenever the Telltale name came up, I was like, hey... Where is Wolf Among Us 2? You told us about that a couple years ago. Why are you making another mm-hmm. video game and you don't have that one out? What's going on, guys? Mm-hmm. Stop playing with me. Because Wolf Among Us is very good. Uh, a Plague Tale, Requiem for a Dream, gets a brand new trailer. Plague Tale, <laughs> I was Innocence, like, I believe, was the first those one. Words? Oh, that's a movie. Oh, not. It's a movie. That's a joke. Good joke, Adam. Very good. It's a joke. Yes, yes, yes. The first game is very, very good. This one looks like that. Oh, your game was so good. Here's more budget. Yeah. Make it prettier and keep doing your thing. Uh, this should be very, very, very good. Yes. VXM. You love the game, right? I love like the first game. one. Yeah. And it's, uh, I believe the next gen version was free on PS plus a few months ago. And I think it's on game pass. Mm-hmm. I played it on game pass. I remember that. Yeah. I believe it's on both. Yeah. Everyone try that out. It's very good. I liked it a lot. Yep. It's an interesting take on a stealth adventure. And it's also sort of like, I just remember very distinctly feeling like this, for some reason, I now feel like the dread of war and f- like all of this shit from this game, but not from the trillions of games I've played about war, but like something about walking over those dead bodies and the rats over like that mm-hmm. f- just moved me in a way. And it was great. It's fantastic. Everyone go play it. The rats look very good in this one. I'll look at you with your tiny mm-hmm. can. <laughs> yeah. If you're playing the respawning fire ARG game at home. Um, doesn't my penis look so big? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. For me, this next one was I don't I don't want to talk down on people because people are creating things and are more talented than me. So I don't want to talk too much smack. But my least interesting thing that I saw. At first I was like, that could be interesting. And then the trailer went on. I was like, this is weird. No, thank you. Silent Hill Creator announces a new game, Slitterhead 
which started out as like, oh man, you know, the dude made Silent Hill. Okay. There's a, a dude in a, in a creepy alley and he talks to a girl and she turns into a big monster. And then rock music comes on yeah. and then people jump around and then there's like a lady in an apartment and the thing goes back in her mouth and rock music continues to play. And then Slitterhead. And I was just like, no, thank you. Yeah, the longer that trailer went on, the less interested I was in it. And it just, that rock music was the weirdest choice for that game. But I guess if it sets the tone correctly for whatever it ends up being, great. I'm not interested in it. Yeah, no, thank you. But again, I hope your game, your game does well. I don't want to talk smack. Saints Row seemed a new story and gameplay trailer. Uh, showed off some of the wild antics players can get into while trying to renew, uh, run a new criminal empire. I'm very much a Saints Row fan. That's fine that they delayed it to August. That's cool. Make it better. Um, you know, it was just kind of the same thing we've seen before, but I was already sold. So good for me. Dope. Uh, Nightingale is a new shared world survival crafting game from Inflection Games, a new studio composed of Xbarware developers. Uh, game looks to feature first person combat and a fantastical Victorian setting, uh, early access and 2022 this is the game that i thought they got leaked from the xbox studio because it started with like a black woman like in the south dealing with a mythical creature i was like oh this is that leaked xbox game we talked about a month ago and then it turned into conan and i was like <laughs> okay maybe that is not uh this is not the game that i was thinking of yeah. but that could be interesting i'm never really a big survivor i like I liked minecraft but I, like, I tried playing ark and i tried playing conan and i just you know, it's fun if you got friends, but if yeah. you don't have like a full server full of people, it's a, a big no for me. But I'm, you know, sure if I get guilted into playing this, because I'm sure Dallas thinks this looks good because he's into like base building, crafting, survival. Like if he wants us to play this and I feel guilty enough, I'll play it. But I will I will not look to download this on my own, although it's PC only right now. So don't even have to worry about it. it there you go. Like I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> This okay. This one was great. Everyone here, everyone who listens to the podcast and watches the show, knows that your boy Adam is a little bit of a fan of an actor, a particular tall Canadian man who appeared in Muffet's Haunted Christmas, <laughs> among other things. Tiny Tina's Wonderland trailer shows off chaotic fantasy fun. So look at this game. I like Borderlands. Ashley Birch is great as Tiny Tina. Fantastic. It's like a D and D inspired Borderlands game. Even better. And Will Arnett's the bad guy. Like, yeah. Where's where do you want to put the sixty bucks at? Like I got All you over here. my face. Yes, very excited. Again, this is this is in Borderlands is is hundred percent my jam. That sense of humor all over it. Tiny Toon was my favorite character. Best DLC for Borderlands two. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Can't wait for this game. Does Will Arnett help you? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I was already at a ten out of ten for this game, so that you can't you can't hurt it. But uh, be yeah, excited. He put me up to a 12 out of 10. Whoa. Uh, I love Will Arnett. I really, I have no idea why. I'm like, I love that big. I watch Lego Masters. He's very good as a host. Uh, Crossfire X is officially coming to Xbox on February 10th. This is the single player version of the mostly, the most popular game that you've never heard of. Uh, the single player version is coming to Xbox February 10th. I believe it's on Game Pass and all that. That looks cool. This is from Remedy and looks very pretty and very cool. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how to feel about this one because I'm like, I like. Remedy. I like next-gen exclusive games. I like that it'll be free, but I'm just like, I don't know. The setting looks weird. It's just like, oh, we're future, we're war guys, uh, and shooting buildings in war. <laughs> but I don't know. 
it just looks really generic to me but again it's extremely popular and whatever so i'll try it out for free we'll see yeah. again everything's there for me i just yeah, we'll see february 10th i don't have very long to wait perfect valentine's day gift D- don't you know do anything romantic just play crossfire x instead yeah, there you go it's my birthday is a week after that so there's that everyone now knows yeah, my birthday i'll be expecting we've presents. been getting her We've been getting around the date. You're like, it's before Elden Ring. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. February 17th is my birthday. Okay. Presents are welcome. <laughs> From anyone. Are you a different age because of leap year? No, no. That's only February 29th. Anyone born on the 29th of February, leap day, which is the day where everyone, you know that plague where everyone couldn't stop dancing until they died? (laughs) Once every four years, a leprechaun comes out and makes everyone leap until midnight the next day. And those who survive are worthy to live another four years. (laughs) That's the legend of leap day. I've seen that episode of Futurama. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade will arrive on PC via Epic uh, Game Store on December 16th uh, this year. So in a couple days from when you're, the end of the week from when you're hearing this episode. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Inter- uh, Intergrade was revealed earlier this year as a PS5 exclusive. In May 2021, it was revealed it would be exclusive to PS5 for at least six months. So the six months is up. It's coming to PC. And I'm waiting for the game to come to Xbox as well. Because I... Whenever they first announced this game, I was like, this is a game that will come to everything, but I wonder what the time on it is. So I think they get around it being like, well, technically the remake integrated version is coming. The Final Fantasy VII original was was exclusive, but this next, this is how they do all the time. This is like with No Man's Sky. Yeah. The exact same thing. This is, I was curious because I didn't know whether this was like the integrated DLC coming to PC or whether it was the whole game coming to PC for the first time. And it looks like this is the first time any of Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to PC, which mm-hmm. they had always announced. Like they had, they had from the launch yeah. of this game said, "Hey, it's coming to PlayStation and PC eventually." PC, um, and they did announce that it was going to be exclusive for a year. But yeah, I don't know how long you're going to have to wait till you see it on Xbox. But it's fantastic. Well, because they always get me. Yeah, they always get me when they're like console launch exclusive. I'm like, that means that this game is coming to other consoles eventually, but we don't know when. So. Yeah, we got it on PC. We'll see. Yeah, I've I haven't I have Final Fantasy Seven remake. I just haven't played it. I imagine so. it'll be like a, a Mass Effect or a Bioshock thing where like when the sequel comes out, Xbox will get like a bundle or you'll get both versions released at the same Wrong time or something there. like that. I just don't want to I don't know if that changes. I know people really like it, but I just was never a fan of Final Fantasy Seven. Oh dude, you're gonna you're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Is that? Remember they kicked him out of the company? Destiny 2, <laughs> The Witch Queen, had a trailer. Woo! And you guys were very excited. And I was like, cool. Yeah. There's a bone. There's that ring. That bone ring I was talking about on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, it's a ghost. That apparently is a ghost. It's a ghost. Yeah. And it was in many pieces. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool to see that like all of that shit, including apparently fighting Savathun, all happens in the very first mission of the expansion. So, V. Notice he's like, this is the first mission. I'm like, that's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Well... We this whole season in Destiny Two, we've been communing with with Savathun in an attempt to deworm her so she can't be tracked by Zivu Arath, who is looking to try to kill her and become the sole child of the Worm Gods. So, <laughs> excuse me, I passed out for a second. <laughs> I'm sure the lore is very good when you read your Grimoire cards. Uh, tuning. No, you don't get it from the Grimoire yep, cards. You get it from some guy on YouTube who makes 
four hour long videos of it. It's fantastic. Makes it. I love that kind of stuff though. Uh, Tunic, the game that looks like Zelda, but you play a fox, will be officially released on March 16th. Nice. 2022. I was thinking about that game, game a couple very weeks good. ago. And I was like, where is that game? Mm-hmm. Can't wait. I thought it would be this year, but it's early next year. That's cool. The demo, I think it was around E3 time. They had a demo of it and it was pretty fun. So yeah, I'm ready for that game to come out. Uh, Somerville, a new sci-fi game from Jump Ship Studios, uh, had a trailer. Uh, this is from some of the people who made Limbo and Inside, so the game looks like... I was like, oh, is that the you know, the sequel to that game? Kind of. Um, and it looks very cool. It's like alien invasion kind of a thing going on, or you're on an alien planet. I don't know, but I like Inside and Limbo a lot, yeah, so I am willing to try this out. Finally... This is in my breakdown, because again, I'm not talking about Monster Hunter Rise DLC. Fans of Leatherface are in for a treat. Uh, Gun Interactive and Sumo Nottingham have announced the Texas Chainsaw Massacre online multiplayer horror game. Gun Studio are the people who made Final Fantasy, not Final Fantasy, Friday the 13th. Final Fantasy the 13th. (laughs) No. Friday the 13th. That's Gun Interactive. Uh, Actually based in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, So yeah, they are making so think of Friday the 13th but now you're the Dude with the chainsaw. That's what I'm expecting. All right. Cut folks up. I think that was a pre-show announcement. It was. Yeah, I was Anyways. making a sandwich. I caught the like yeah. the the end screen of that trailer. My break time during the awards when, when the Doke V were like, we have a music video. I'm like, perfect time to go piss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So final thoughts. Um, about them as a whole, games you wish were there, you know, Bioshock, uh, winners you agree with, strongly disagree with, everything's fine. What, what's your feelings? You know what's what's strange about this one? Like, I, I enjoyed the entire show. I loved a lot of the announcements. And, and honestly, I didn't feel... I felt like everyone who won was like, yeah, cool. You deserve to win. That was great. Or, yeah, cool. That, I could see that happening. Whereas, like, in previous years, I was like, I guess it's because I wasn't really invested in any one of these games super significantly. But it's like, yeah, in previous years, I was like, oh, my God, if this doesn't win, I'm going to be so pissed. But now I'm just like, it's a good time. Maybe we should have a lot of good games and not very many great games more often. That way I can just have better blood pressure. I think that that's good. Mm. Obviously, yeah, we should start with Bioshock. Bioshock yeah, 4. Like, come thing. on, man. Like, where the fuck are Do you? Do we ever figure out what his two and a half year in the making announcement was? Yeah. Which one was that? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to guess the ARC one, but I, I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah, for me, I thought it was good overall. I enjoyed it. You know, three and a half hours is, is long, but I ain't got nothing to do on a Thursday night. That's fine. Yeah. There wasn't, I, I liked all the announcements. I wasn't expecting, you know, anything specifically. I'm like, Bear Shark would have been cool, but I wasn't necessarily expecting it. And yeah, I'm with you. Winner's. I have no problem with it. Again, especially when you realize how the voting works. It's like, oh, yeah, of course it makes sense. Like, what do people, what were people talking about? It's like, yes, these are the things that people were excited for and talking about. So it makes sense. And they're all good things. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going to punch a hole in the wall because it takes two one. Yeah. Well, yeah, it takes two is really cool and really different. It's like, I get it. it it's very I was surprised really that, I mean, again, everyone who won, I felt like deserved to win. But I was also surprised that like, man, Death Store, I don't think got anything. And that was a game nope. that I like was That's almost game game of the year for me. Like, it was fantastic. So mm-hmm. there was a couple of them that didn't get anything, but it's like I get why this other one won. But yeah, it's like Death Story didn't get anything. Inscription didn't get anything. Psychonauts two was you know nominated. For, I know you didn't love it as much as other people, but a lot of people liked the game a lot, yeah. and that didn't get anything. So 
Uh, but again, I'm like, yeah, I understand the people who won. That's fine. I don't think Life is Strange won anything either. Which they is won weird, some uh, people, in they the pre-show. Oh, they Games for Change or something? Or Games for Impact. Yeah, yeah. Impact. Yeah, there we go. Uh, games for Change. I got a dollar. <laughs> Give me change. four quarters. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to... Hold on. Hey, Chad. I got you for three minutes. You ain't going nowhere. <gasps> three minutes of playtime. What is this? I, what is this? Is That's... This... <laughs> Are you kidding me? So, you know, you're not... So, (laughs) Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire, when Uh, he has to wrestle Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah, okay. I I have memorized everything that Bonesaw says, because it's Macho (laughs) Man Randy Savage and Spider-Man. Bonesaw is ready! I even just watched that movie again, like, three weeks ago, and I was just like... Mm-hmm. I think I just blocked out of my brain again because I hate it. It's very forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, Playtime. I played a few things. One, I played Ratchet and Clank all the way through Friday and Saturday, and I beat it. Oh, I, was it 10 hours? Uh, uh, How long to beat says like 11 hours, but I feel like it took me maybe eight okay. or nine. Um, okay. I don't have anyone lined up to talk about this game. Like it's a, It's going to be a barf game. Uh, I assume probably either late this week or early in the new year, I'll t- sit down with somebody and talk. So if you're hearing this right now and you're like, oh, I played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and I would like to talk about it, um, reach out, DM us on Twitter or send us an email. That's right. That's right. We need to do episodes on those games that people had us vote for, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Forgot so that part. I played that. Um, I played destiny the 30th anniversary of destiny and it is it came sorry bungie 30th anniversary the event came to destiny this week and it is so much better adam than it had any right to be it has Mm -hmm. all the things you want as garbage can robots as little green goblin with lightsaber (laughs) man in a robe (laughs) no but it has and there are a couple things about it. like the first is like a new activity that is all based around like destiny has this this whole world of lore and shit like that and sometimes it'll be like oh we're going to explore this tangent about how like this person is under attack and check your biases at the door and this person's a racist blah blah, blah and like significant things and then sometimes they go off on these tangents like this one where this mysterious creature who just comes and goes and sells you cool shit now has a, a star horse and is running a game show and you're you're jumping into the six person activity and it, you're spinning a wheel and he's saying he's like making really bad game show puns like you must do this or this or you might say deal or no deal and like we're filmed in the front of a live studio on and you're trying to please this horse the whole time and it's just very obviously a man doing a horse whinny and it's just like it's so silly and perfect and it's so much fun um but with that comes a ton of like bungee 30th anniversary like new weapons and stuff and mm-hmm. so they have like new ornaments like they have like if you're a titan then you get like a denim vest with a bunch of old like destiny or bungee pins on it the shoulder mm-hmm. of it is a needler from um from halo halo there's a cool. sword that looks just like the halo half of a halo sword there's a finisher there's the a pulse rifle that looks exactly like the battle rifle there's all sorts of really cool shit like back to to destiny's stuff but there's also an entire new dungeon that mm-hmm. was brand new for anyone who like bought the special edition or whatever of Witch Queen. And so this dungeon is like end game activity, super high level. And it's a, a three person activity. So Matt, Dallas and I jumped in at the first night and 
we have become like we started out playing this game as little baby Charmanders, and now we are three grown adult Charizards in our maturity and our abilities Ooh. in this game. We have played a ton of raids, all of the dungeons that are available, but we've always done them while following a guide. Like we would watch a YouTube video or we'd walk up, watch it because like there are very obtuse mechanics to all of these things. Mm -hmm. they, it's really hard to figure out like how it all works. And they I don't remember, like jumping on certain barrels and all that weird shit. Yeah. And you got to shoot certain day. things yeah. like, and they don't tell you anything. You just got to kind of figure it out and look for clues and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And we did it all in two hours and 20 minutes with several pee breaks and, and chewing on yum yums. Um, but we did it in two hours and 20 minutes without knowing anything about it. We just figured it all out. And that felt so freaking cool, uh, especially because like the, the very first dungeon we ever did was the Prophecy Dungeon. And it took us four hours, and we knew exactly what to do going in there. And we struggled with it so much. And this one was like, we don't even know shit. It was great. It was fantastic. Having so much fun. That's farmable. Lots of cool new armor. Looking dope. Uh, cannot wait for Witch Queen. Loving every bit of it. Question. Yeah. Do they have anything from Marathon? Any reference to Marathon? Or is it only Halo references? There the so the um the set of armor that you unlock right off the bat, like the denim vest for the Titan and stuff like that, and there's mm -hmm. a, a bunch of cool stuff. That's all the set is called Marathon Armor. I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Marathon at all or what it is, but I assume there are things in there that are good. to Marathon that I just don't know or don't understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Marathon is basically what... There's things from Marathon that actually end up being in Halo, but it's basically Doom, like style of Doom, like old Doom. So, yeah. you know, like the you know, old Doom. You know what old Doom looks like. Yeah. Yep. It was basically that era, but they made a game that was similar, but a lot of that lore and weird stuff in that game actually comes into Halo lore. So oh, cool. that's cool that they included that as well. Yep. Um, before I talk about Halo, I want to talk about something else real quick that I've, uh, many people might or might not know this. I don't have any of it within arm's reach, but, um, over at Black Friday, I got a 3D printer and I've just been printing a bunch of random shit. Oh, and then yeah. I decided, you know what I'm going to do? If Nintendo's not going to make an N64 classic, I'm going to make an N64 classic. And so I just bought a Raspberry Pi 4 online. It's going to get here any day now. And then I looked up, and you can go to this website, thangs.com, T-H-A-N-G-S.com. And if you can dream it, somebody's modeled it, created it, and just put it out there for free. So I just go, I just went in there and said, N64 Raspberry Pi case. And there are 17 of them. And each one has like little <laughs> variations on it too. So I was like, okay. So I'm printing it out piece by piece. And it's it's been really cool. So today I've spent most of my day just taking all of these pieces and like sanding them and I've, I've printed mm. them all up, but you know, they have like this 3d printed look and you can see the layer line. So I'm sanding them all out, uh, filling it with putty and shit like that, priming it. I'm going to paint it. It's going to be, it's just a fun little project and it's all like super small scale, just like the classics consoles that they released. And yeah. so to like have a little N64 cartridge, that's the size of a Game Boy Advance cartridge is just so freaking cute. So yeah, I've been doing that. I'm going to make my own N64 classic. I got the Bluetooth, switch controller from the switch online service so mm -hmm. i'm gonna be able to play it with like a legit... will that work with your raspberry pi yeah the raspberry Should, pi has right? bluetooth wireless 5. controller 5.0 uh so yeah hopefully it's gonna work if not i can get an 8-bit dough and 64 controller too mm -hmm. but yeah so that's been fun and then i played about an hour and 15 minutes of the halo campaign which just released hey. and 
I'm optimistic. I'm excited to be excited about Halo again. Like the first hour or so, like I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm fighting some enemies in like some enclosed spaces on a ship. Very Halo feel. Looks fun. Guns shoot well, which I already knew from multiplayer. Uh, but I haven't reached the open world part of it, like actually getting touched down mm, on the rings okay. stuff like that. So I'm I'm excited to again be excited for Halo. So looking forward to the rest of that. And I played some more multiplayer. Here's the thing. I've been talking a lot about the multiplayer and be like, oh man, the Fiesta mode was fun, but like regular ass multiplayer is whatever. And I hate respawning with only the auto rifle and the pistol. And I hate the progression and all that shit. A lot of that's getting updates on the 14th. Progression and, and new playlists and all that shit. But then I just like, I went back and I played it. I think I just don't like playing it by myself. Because I played it again with my buddy Donovan over the weekend, and we just we played some more, and it was again big team battle. It was oddball. It was capture the fly, all the shit that you know had bored me by myself. But then just playing with friends is fun. So I had a really good time. Yeah. Shot a bunch of people with a battle rifle. Shot a bunch of people with a pistol. Papa John's. Where you say you were having a good time, having a good time, da -na 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 -na, like a tiger. Yeah, I would. I would say that. Supersonic man out of you. Awesome. Yeah, speaking most of which, games are always queen. better friends. <laughs> What'd you play? Tell me about, you played so many good things. I played all the games. I'm playing all the games for Game of the Year yeah. because I do my due diligence as if I was getting paid <laughs> like a journalist, <laughs> but I'm not. I just like to do things. I also played Halo, played some of the, well, actually, I only played single player, I actually haven't touched multiplayer. So, I'm probably more than halfway through the campaign. I don't know. I'm just guessing based on the map. How long have you said achievement eight to nine for hours for it? Okay. So yeah, I'm probably, I'm, I'm literally doing all the bullshit. I'm like, oh, I want to go collect all the open world stuff nice. because that is me as a gamer. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm just probably doing a hundred percent run, but yes, I'm having a good time with that. Um, it, you're, you're right. It's like, it's nice to be excited about Halo. This is like, oh, this is very good. This reminds me of, it's probably my favorite campaign since like Reach. So there's been like, you know, like two or three games in between there. Um, yeah, it just feels nice. You know, Chief is cool. All the characters are cool. Like, the characters you interact with are cool. There's a little more depth to everybody. The gameplay is great. I like having the open world stuff. And, yeah, it reminds... Yeah, it brings you back. This is a Halo game made for Halo fans. Because, like, what's happening in the story is like, oh, yeah, like, we get it. If you're here, you're one of us. Um, yeah. Just like Man. the game starts... And that grapple hook, too. With that dude. Uh, that grapple oh, my God. Grapple I so just grapple everything. ABC, always be grappling. Yeah. Uh, grapple enemies, punch them. Grapple... Mm -hmm. explosives throw them grapple to platform Dude. to just move quickly i'm just grappling all the time yeah grabbing the explosive barrels to yourself and throwing people is just like why even need a gun yep. <laughs> just do this especially <laughs> when you upgrade it there's some crazy upgrades for the grapple hook where it's just like oh i can just superman punch people now it's Duh. great um so yeah it's great to run around i just unlocked the uh wasp which is like the little flying one-man vehicle so i'm just flying to everything I'm like i'm gonna knock this out super fast and just go around it's very, like I said, it's fun. And you'll notice when you play through the single player, one of the collectibles in the world are, uh, I forgot what they're called. I think they're called like Spartan armor caches or something like that. But they are, I don't know if they're skins or their armor. There's something for multiplayer. So like you go, you collect it and it's like, oh, you can use this skin in multiplayer. Nice. Like, oh, so I'm going to get all of those. So I'm going to have a bunch of skins in multiplayer once I go back. So I've been enjoying it. It's a big thumbs up for me. I'm glad that they were able to make it. Not as bad as five, because five was a real worry. Five was rough, but I think they've turned it around. And especially because there was a trademark for a thing called The Endless. So I'm like, are we getting single player DLC like relatively soon ish? Ooh. Or, you know, at all would be cool. Yeah. So that's really, really nice. 
Next up, again, these are all things I'm playing for Game of the Year. Actually, I'm going to save the second one for last, because boy, that's a story. Uh, Death Door. I bought Death Door, I think Thursday or Friday. It was on sale for 15 bucks, or, you know, 25% off. Jumped into Death Door. A very good game. I like it a lot. I'm upset. I'm not upset. I just didn't buy it because I didn't want to spend 20 bucks. But I waited for a while to play it. It's very good. I like it a lot. You know, it's I'm fun. very good at the game. If you bought it the day it came out, it was also 25% off, which is when I bought it. Oh, it's just I saw okay. so many people on Twitter talking. I was like, fuck, I'll go ahead and just buy it now since it's on sale. Yeah, I always meant to. But yeah, I like it a lot. It's very good. I've beaten the Earned Witch. And oh, I nice. beat that big house. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually one-shotted her on my first what? try. Because I'm, I'm a good gamer. Yeah. Dang. I also one-shotted the house, too. Dang. Mm-hmm. All right. Pro gamer here. I am a programmer. I also knew the trick to beat her anyway, so it's oh, okay. no big deal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> basically. Look up a guy, you'll beat everything on the first time. <laughs> uh but yeah, I like it a lot. I'm going for the second soul, so I think I'm you know making my way through. But I enjoy it very much. Next game I played was Inscription. I know you don't have a PC. Yeah. You're a Mac boy, yeah. correct? Correct. Which is fine. You know, everyone's got their their big their small cans for a reason. Uh <laughs> I was making a joke, making fun of your Mac, even though they're very nice computers. Uh, but no, I played Inscription on my PC. And holy shit, this game is good. I didn't play it before Game Awards. But now that I've played it, I feel like Inscription got snubbed at the Game Awards. <laughs> that game is wild. And that game goes places, and it is very good. It's a, it's like, oh yeah, it's a card battler. You know, a la, you know... Slay the Spire or whatever, but you're like in a creepy cabin and the dude kills you if you lose. But it's like, oh man, it's so much more than that. And where it goes from there, it's weird. Like the you first start and then one of your cards talks to you. He's like, oh bro, oh shit, you here? What's up, bro? <laughs> we gonna have fun. And I was like, oh, my card's talking to me. He's like, hey man, this guy over here, this guy over your shoulder, piece of shit. <laughs> Keep me alive. I love that like, Devolver. Like, it, Devolver has that personality to it too. It's like, God, I freaking love that. Yeah. And then, like, the first time, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but then, like, you die, right? Like, because there are things that happen that, like, you're going to lose. And then it's like, oh, well, I'm about to kill you, but first, I'm going to make a card. So you get to make your, a card of you, and you get to put it in the deck. And then, like, he takes a picture of you, and then you die, or whatever. And then next time you play, it's like, oh, shit, there's my, that's me. There's me. <laughs> I made the, that, or that, it's the old, the old me that died. And now I'm here again. And again, that game goes places that are fucking wild. But Inscription's very good. I like it a lot. I also decided to play Jurassic World Evolution 2. Ooh. Okay. That's what J-E-J-W-E-2 stands for on here. Um, yeah, it's very good. I like it a lot. Jurassic World Evolution was one of my surprise games whenever I played it. I'm like, oh, park builders are cool, I guess. I like Jurassic Park. And then I played Jurassic World Evolution 1 for like 20 hours straight. I was oh, like, damn. oh, man, I fucking love Jeff Goldblum talks to you the whole time okay. while you make parks on the islands okay. and okay. hang out with the so- dinosaurs. Surprisingly very good. And then two is also very good. It's like all the, di- it basically is like, hey, remember Jurassic World where the dinosaurs broke out and then like they're just running around the world now? It's like, oh yeah, like you literally, again, I'm, I just started the campaign. It's like you work for the Department of Wild Fish and Wildlife. And it's like, I guess dinosaurs are part of fish and wildlife now because they're just out here. <laughs> and you're just like out in the desert and there's just dinosaurs in the desert and you got to like, you know, like protect them and contain them and, and rebuild a park, basically. But yeah, man, I liked it a lot. It's very fun. I love the idea. It was like a, uh, like a 
person from animal control like a dog person like comes out <laughs> with a, like a collar on a, a stick, stick trying to get a freaking velociraptor yeah. it's like easy girl <laughs> calm down <laughs> that's what Jurassic world dominion is going to be about that that is the plot is that the dinosaurs are in the real world died so all right i think people just carry guns on them but that's fine and then the last game that i played for game of the year upset me a lot oh, no. we'll see how i feel about it it might have ruined it i went back to returnal it's like i've had returnal for a while again my whole thing was i don't have time for a two or three hour run but they added the suspend cycle thing i'm like cool i'll go back and play this game now went through the first biome so originally i only got to the second because i only played like four loops and i got to the second biome and then i just stopped and didn't play it for months so i went back i got all the way through the second biome i was like Clearly, over this hill, this is a boss arena because it's just a big fucking circle and I can't get back up. Clearly, this is a boss thing. I've already been playing for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it was. I'm going to go ahead and suspend cycle here and I'll pick this up tomorrow. And I suspended cycle. I said, everything's good. You can turn it off. You're fine. I load in Returnal. And then my character is surrounded by red dust. Like, like I'm in the middle of nothing, and there's just dust around me. I have one HP, and then I die. Oh, no. For my resume cycle. And I said, huh. So, suspend cycle doesn't mean shit. Oh, shit. Because I lost all of my progress. All that two hours I spent getting to the boss to get the item so I could skip over things and make it easier. But I was like, I don't want to keep playing. I'm going to pause it here because this is supposed to work. Lost all my progress. Had to go through again. Took me an hour and a half or whatever to get there. Finally beat him. I should beat him on the first try. You know, nice, dude. Pro gamer. Uh, I also looked up how to beat him. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't want to do that whole two-hour yeah. thing again. I was like, let me at least figure out the strategy and we'll figure it out. But I got him. Um, so then I, I got that. I have the grapple hook now. I went on to zone three. I was like, all right. It's been two hours. I'm going to suspend cycle. And I haven't touched it since then. So I walk through the gate to get to three, I have the grapple hook. I hope to God it doesn't eat my save. Because if it eats my save again, I will uninstall the game. I promise you that. And I will not play that game, and it will not be on my game of the year list. I want to get through it, because I know people like it. But I know a lot of people also didn't beat it. So I'm trying to beat it and do my due diligence. But if it eats another save, I will never fucking play Returnal <laughs> again. Do not care. Do not care. But I've enjoyed it. So That, that third my own boss, save. by the way. Is the one that almost like literally broke me into pieces in my own bed. Mm. Like that was the one that I looked that up. There were times like Dallas went through and she's like, "Oh, I just beat everything on my first try because I'm a freaking pro gamer idiot." And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I spent so many days on that third biome boss, getting there, dying, getting there, dying, getting, not having the right parasites, not having the right. It was, I mm. was literally like, "That's it." I'm I'm quitting the game. I'm I love this game so much, but I I'm it is driving me crazy. I'm about to freaking bash my head against the wall. I'm gonna quit if I don't beat it this time. And then I finally did beat it one time, and it, it, I I was furious at that boss. <laughs> we'll look it up. Look it up before you get there. Look it up. <laughs> Absolutely, I will look it up. I don't want to. I'm not messing around here. Uh, it'd be different if the runs weren't so long. I wouldn't yeah. mind losing to a boss, but it's like I don't want to do that much time and then lose to the boss. But we'll see. Again, I want to beat Returnal. I like it so far, but fuck me again. We will never speak. Uh, <laughs> so that's the stuff I've been playing. All game of the year stuff. Fun times. Nice. I've enjoyed it. Very nice. Speaking of fun times, let's go on to our quest log for the day. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Game Awards took a long time. Not mad about it. Fortnite is coming to Unreal Engine 5. This is Logan Platt from IGN.com. 
As part of the start of Fortnite Chapter 3, Epic Games has announced that Fortnite development has shifted to Unreal Engine 5, the latest version of the company's graphics technology. Major studios like Gears of War, Team The Coalition, have begun developing on the new engine, showed off a stunning Unreal Engine 5 tech demo. Um, and last week, a Matrix Awaken, uh, the demo that we were talking about earlier, was also an Unreal Engine 5. Uh, Fortnite is taping, taking a step further than these projects, shifting all development to Unreal Engine 5, uh, you know, going beyond tech demos. When it's fully released, Unreal Engine 5 will support current and next-gen consoles, PC, Mac, iOS, Android. So Fortnite is like, hey... We are epic. We're going 100% in on the new engine, and this will be what we go from now on. How ex- so? After playing the Matrix Awakens, yeah. you know your things on that. I, don't, you know, I know you're not like a huge Fortnite guy or whatever, but how exciting is that to actually have like I don't know the world's biggest video game on the new engine that is the big and pretty thing? Um, I, I mean, it makes sense that it's epic because Epic makes Fortnite, Epic makes the engine, so like of course they would be the first to release something. But I also like I don't know what difference it's going to make for Fortnite. Like, the Lumen Engine, maybe, will... But, I mean, like, just the art style and the gameplay and the mechanics of Fortnite is, like, I don't I don't know what about this engine. Like, the density, the scaling of the, the assets and all that shit is going to actually make a difference in this game. Um, which might be a purposeful thing. It might be like, hey, yeah, let's go ahead and work it out on something inconsequential. Not inconsequential. Like, obviously, it's the biggest game in the world. But, like, inconsequential is, like... We can't really fuck it up because there's not really much to fuck up here. And then we learn the engine, and then finally we'll do it on something bigger, like Gears of War. Something somebody else will come in, some AAA studio, and we'll take the first leap there. So, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, how Fortnite is going to run on it, any different than it is right now. It'll probably be extremely pretty. I think that'll probably the main thing yeah. is like, oh, this game, it like it has its style, but I'm sure it'll be, it'll be small. Things to maybe you and us, but they're probably big things for people who play it a lot. And I'm, I bet it'll just make it like a much smoother, better experience overall. Sure. Again, it it has its style, but like you look at like Wind Waker, which was like, oh, they did cell shaded. It's a timeless art style. But then you take Wind Waker on GameCube next to Wind Waker HD on Wii U, and there is a difference. You know, same art style, it still carries over, but running on newer hardware, it does look better. So I think you maybe have a similar thing here. Um, so yeah, I've downloaded Fortnite. I kind of want to play it. <laughs> who were, I don't, who was it? Was it, was it Brent? Who again? was talking yeah, about Brent. it? It was Brent <laughs> again. I was about to say, it's probably Brent. Avengers baby. Cause I was like, Hey man, I want to play the rock. And he's like, ah, they've ruined that character <laughs> because <laughs> the foundation's a cool character. Don't need be the rock. And I'm like, maybe so, but I also like to play the rock. So we'll have to agree to disagree, but yeah, I'm excited. I think this is cool. I think this, like you said, this will be a, uh, a test bed for what, you know, Epic can do with other things in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a funny one. All right. Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl is really trying. Uh, this is from <laughs> Jason Finelli at GameSpot. <laughs> Game Mill Entertainment has announced the first free downloadable character for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, Garfield, the furious orange fat cat himself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Garfield has arrived. He's been invited and he's here in Nickelodeon Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Garfield was confirmed via tweet by Nick Brawl's publisher, Game Mill Entertainment. Confirmed Garfield will be free edition of the game on December 9th, which you mean he's out now. Uh, Garfield will be the game's 21st fighter with at least one more downloadable character coming in the future. Uh, Garfield's reveal trailer shows off some of his uh, repertoire. Oh, God, I never knew how that word was spelt in the ring, including using a newspaper and various food items to damage his foes. Food items meaning lasagna. lasagna. I kind of want some lasagna now. 
Uh, we also get a look at his stage. Looks like a dream world where his teddy bear Pookie sleeps on the moon and every platform is made of pizza. So the reason I made the snarky headline that they're trying is just because, yes, Garfield is. I mean, here's the thing. Garfield is a meme character. I don't know of any kids like, oh, man, I can't wait to play Garfield. Right. I don't know if any Garfield kids like really cat. even know. I don't even know if kids know what a comic strip is from a newspaper anymore. Well, he's not a comic strip. Again, Nickelodeon, he's technically has TV show. My oh, son, right. who's 10 years old, knows who Garfield is. Okay. And I'm like, how? But he knows who Garfield is. That's right. It's like uh, a weird actually, 3D, like, roly-poly type Yeah, it's anime, 3D animation right? thing. <laughs> yeah, roly-poly What a <laughs> fucking callback. Um, but yeah, I just say this, try, is, again, cool, you're getting a free character in your, in your Smash Brothers clone. Fine. But we just got Matthew Lillard confirmed to be Shaggy's voice know, in yep. the other... Yep. I'm like, come on. Like, I don't... Cool. I don't like you get one more free fighter. Well, I have Arya Stark voiced by Arya Stark. I've got Super Instinct Shaggy. Like, I, cool. I hope you guys enjoy that. But I'm waiting for multiverses to come out because I don't care about anything else until then. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is 100% them. Oh, man. Fucking multiverses ate our lunch. They're going to be free to play. Play as this cat. Punch his butthole. <laughs> punch, punch the cat right in the ass. <laughs> I wish that Garfield's like, you know what? This isn't working out for me. I'm taking my talents down to South Beach and just ends up in being in <laughs> multiverses as well. That'd be great. Uh, Uncharted remaster. Get a release date. This is from, who is that? You remember his name? George Yang. At George IGN. Yang! Not a GameSpot. IGN today. Uh, Sony has announced that Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection will launch for PS5 on January 28th, 2022. Dope. And at a later date for PC on both Steam and Epic Game Stores. Thank you for being on Steam because no one likes Epic. Uh, the collection will include Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Uncharted Lost Legacy. Uncharted Legacy. Legacy. Legacy <laughs> of Thieves. God, I cannot read for this long just because my brain's not capable uh, we'll have a variety of graphical updates <laughs> including fidelity mode who want to play the game at 4k 30 a higher frame rate patch for the ps4 version of the game will make uh, a return as well which targets 60 so 4k 30 or you can play 60 fps on the ps4 version um, players who have a compatible 120 hertz display will be able to play in performance plus mode which is 120 frames at 1080p that's for pc Dope. users of course I mean, um, and also PS4. PS5. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, your TV could be 120 hertz. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it is. And I will. Actually, I, I honestly, I don't know if I can tell the difference between 60 and 120. All I know is that my TV will, like, flicker black as it switches between the two, and that's how I know I'm mm-hmm. playing 120 in The Crucible and, and Guardian and Destiny. I don't know if I notice a visual gotcha. difference, though. I notice it, but that's just because I'm a pro gamer. As for PS5 <laughs> features, Uncharted <laughs> Legacy of Thieves Collection will utilize the DualSense, uh, spatial 3D audio, and adaptive triggers. Additionally, the load times are apparently near instant. The game will cost $50 digitally and physically. Players who purchased Uncharted 4 at Thieves End, Uncharted Legacy Collection, or, or the digital bundle with both games have the option to pay $10 to upgrade to the Legacy of Thieves digital version. This does not work if you have the PS Plus version. You have it's the thing where if you don't actually own it, then you can't upgrade yeah. for ten bucks. You got to buy the whole thing. But here we are. We're getting these two games upgraded for PS5 and on PC. Very cool. I can finally play uh, Lost Legacy. I don't want to pay fifty dollars for it, but maybe I'll have to. That's wait a, a minute. How much is just that by itself? Lost though? Legacy launched for thirty bucks, but mm. if you the whole thing was like Uncharted Four came out. There was a season pass that included DLC. That's right. And then the DLC 
turned out to be a whole nother game and they're like sorry i mean if you bought the regular season pass we'll also give you the game but also if you're gonna buy it standalone you're gonna pay a whole 30 bucks now but i like yeah. this model of like hey even if you bought the 30 dollar game a long time ago you're gonna get both now for a 10 dollar upgrade or if you bought the 60 dollar game you're gonna get both again for the 10 dollar upgrade um Oh, so maybe I could, so I could just buy, it won't even be $30 at this point, I'll probably get it on sale. So buy that version, then pay $10 and get both of them? From what I understand, do you own Uncharted 4, A Thief's End? Through the PlayStation Plus collection, I don't oh, actually own Oh, gotcha. It. Then yes, if you buy one of the two of those games, then I believe you get Legacy of Thieves, which is both, for $10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just look for a sale for um, the second, or the, the DLC version, or whatever, the expansion. Yeah. And then pay, yeah, I'll probably get that for like, 15 bucks GameStop or something and then just get the $10 upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a plan. That's really cool. I'm excited for this. I've, I think I mentioned whenever this was announced, that, like I've been looking for an excuse to go back and platinum uncharted for, this is my thing. Like I hope the way that they handle trophies, I hope it's not just like a brand new list. Cause then I got to beat the game on hard, beat the game on crushing, find all the collectibles again, where I've done a lot of that already. I hope they go the route of either Spider-Man where they say, Hey, we'll just pop all your trophies again on the new one. And then you can clean up. Or it just shares the same trophy list. Mm. Because if it's a brand new trophy list, I'm not going to get the platinum. Even though I have every other Uncharted platinum, I'm not going to get it. If it's all the new trophies. Not if you're that close on the PS4. I wouldn't yeah. do that either. Uh, also cool to see it on PC. Keep putting your games on PC yeah, so more cool. people can play them. It doesn't hurt you if you own one console and not a PC. It's fine. Everyone can play your game and have fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm probably going to do the thing where I buy the game on sale and then pay $10 to get both. Cause that sounds like a deal. If that, it works that way. You know what? Speaking of that, I remember we were talking about, cause you have, um, what is it? Uh, horizon, mm-hmm. right? Pre-ordered yeah. for 50 bucks and they have to give you the, fr- is that still available? It is. <laughs> still yeah. for you can still buy. Yeah. I think or if you do it through the site, 50. you can't do it on your PlayStation five itself, but you can go to the, mm-hmm. the store site. You can pre-order the PS4 version of Unchart of, of Horizon Forbidden West, and it will give you the free upgrade to the PS5 version when it comes out. Okay. So you, if that or still works, you can I might get do it for the both. same exact fucking thing and pay $10 more for no reason. Like, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I might do that. I might go to GameStop, buy a used version of the DLC of Uncharted, and then pay $10 <laughs> for the upgrade, yes. and then get both those games on PS5 for like, you know, 20 bucks or whatever. We'll see. That's fine. Let me enjoy my, my frugalness. Ah, GTA. All right. Here's the last story of the day. This one is actually fucking insane. GTA Online DLC is sort of wild. It's from Eddie McCooch at GameSpot. Uh, GTA Online is expanding in a big way this month with the launch of a new GTA Online story featuring Franklin from the main game and Dr. Dre, the real human being rapper. Sorry. <laughs> the expansion he is called Franklin and I immediately pictured the turtle. <laughs> I was like, what a fucking weird team up. Franklin, the turtle and Dr. Dre. Was little red hat. I don't yep. think we're the red hat anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the expansion is called The Contract and it releases on December 15th. So tomorrow, if you're listening on audio podcast or if it's in the past, you missed it. <laughs> uh, the Contract <laughs> also features a storyline involving Dr. Dre, the world, uh, the famous real world rapper who previously teased he was working with Rockstar Games on a GTA project. The Contract launches on December 15th, like I said, uh, will include a new eclectic new radio station featuring very special guest hosts additionally there will be a huge first of their kind updates to existing gta radio stations featuring new and unreleased songs from dr dre and heavy hitting artists um so i believe 
This is what's crazy about this, that there are brand new songs from Dr. Dre and Friends. There are multiple songs. I, again, there's one. It's got Snoop Dogg, um, Dr. Dre. I think, is there a Kendrick in there? I don't know if there's a Kendrick Lamar song. I might be wrong about that one. But there are like real ass rap songs from like a very famous rapper exclusive in GTA Online. That's fucking wild. As well as being like, everyone's like, you know, are they ever going to make story DLC for Grand Theft Auto? And they're like, we're doing it for GTA Online and we're giving you unreleased music. That's fucking crazy. People. Yeah. That's honestly fucking insane. That's wild. It's it's like taking that, it's the next step from the, you know, Travis Scott concert in Fortnite. Like it's it's one step beyond that. Hey, you can go and play GTA Online right now and literally listen to music that no one else has. That like, is exclusive for all these big names. That's freaking wild. It also must be a licensing nightmare because, I mean, these types of games are famous for, hey, we're going to remaster these games, but we're not going to have all the same songs you remember or love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how, like, do they have an in perpetuity thing? Do they have a limited time thing that they're going to be in there? I don't know if Rockstar assumes GTA Online will continue indefinitely for the rest of time as is or whether there's going to be a different variation of it in the future. I don't know how the licensing of these works, but... One thing I can say is that publishers and people are thinking about that now when making contracts, whereas they weren't when like GTA three came out or things like that. Yeah. So that might be written. I mean, yeah, the they contracts. even say here they're adding stuff to the, the radio stations that are already in the game. Like they're just adding more songs on top of stuff that's already in the game. I don't know if they're all Dr. Dre songs or if they're adding other stuff to the radios, but regardless, like, yeah, like you said, do we just have this in perpetuity and we're just also going to add stuff? I don't know. Cause like, I remember Alan Wake got delisted because they had a lot, li- cause it was like, Oh, it's been 12 years. Your licensing deal for this music and the game is up. They're like, Hey everybody, you got a week to buy the game. Cause we can't sell it anymore. Right. And then like two or three months later, they're like, all right, we remade a deal and the game's back up for sale. So I don't know how GTA does it, but I think selling, you know, being the second highest selling game of all time, probably yeah, maybe probably had enough money a... for these deals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> It is crazy. It's very cool. I actually might have to check this out because I haven't played GTA Online in a bit, but it is very fun when you when you jump in there. All right. That's it for the news for the day, everybody. We're here. We made it to the end. Oh, no, we didn't. We got a segment from Adam. What? I was going to think of another 80s song. Uh, so, at the Game Awards, we had a bunch of trailers for video game movies slash television shows coming to Paramount Plus exclusively. <laughs> So, I wanted to have a deep, have a little, a little sit down. Are you comfortable? I am. Uh, yes, my left leg is under my right leg and it is asleep. But I would say, as long as I can't feel it, it's comfortable. Okay, don't get punched in the ass. <laughs> so we're going to talk about our favorite video game adaptation movies or TV shows, or maybe not even adaptations, but maybe just like based on video game stuff. The things we hate the most, and like, what is your dream? like project thing so when i say um video game related so i know i haven't watched it yet but there's this new movie on hbl max called 8-bit christmas which is like an 80s christmas movie around the idea of like these kids trying to get nes right so not necessarily a video game movie but it's based around video game stuff or we have legit adaptations like you know Tomb Raider starring angelina jolie (laughs) or tomb raider 2 cradle of life starring angelina jolie (laughs) So, do you have a favorite? We'll do favorite first, and then we'll do most hated in the dream. I have not seen this movie since it came out, but 
I remember having a, and I and I haven't thought about it in a very very long time, but the movie Doom starring The Rock. Oh yeah. I I was young. I don't even know when it was that, that came out, but I think I saw that in theaters. What's the release date? Doom movie. October twenty first, two thousand five. Oh, I was fifteen, so I was not as young as I thought I was. Hmm. Um, so I was fifteen years old. I was I was playing Doom three at home on the computer, terrifying game. And then this movie comes out. I don't know who The Rock is, but the movie looks cool. Go see it. Dope, <laughs> awesome. And I I remember freaking loving this movie and being so into it. And like the next when I was playing Guild Wars, then every character that I made for a while was named Grim after one of the characters in the show with two M. Or was that movie. Carl Urban? Yep, it was Carl Urban's character. Yep. Okay. Grim with two M's. And so I made like Grim Nightmare and Necromancer in Guild Wars. And then I made something, I don't know, a bunch of stupid ass shit. Grim Fandango. Grim <laughs> Fandango. Some skeletons. Um, I remember freaking loving that movie, having a blast with it. Again, I don't think I've seen it since it came out and I saw it as a 15 year old child. It may be absolute horseshit. It is almost guaranteed that it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a that's a movie I haven't thought about in a long time that I that I still for some reason in my brain like. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I liked it when it first came out too. Don't try to watch it now, but I remember like they do a first person thing at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! But I do like Carl Urban. I do like The Rock. Uh, so for me, these aren't necessarily I think the best ones, but these are ones that I liked a lot. Uh, actually, I think this one actually might be one of the better ones. But Castlevania Netflix series fucking eats ass in the best way you know <laughs> like ass. not in a bad way <laughs> eats ass and you love it uh dude castlevania on netflix is so fucking good i watched that whole uh, first season. season yeah it's it's dope yeah and the, the anime style is just something i can't i can't watch like it, mm-hmm. i i it was surprising to me that i was able to make it through that whole first season but it's like even the star wars visions like the anime stuff was like it's it's tough for me to pay attention it's not your to, thing yeah yeah castlevania is great i think it's either three or four seasons total um, but yeah, like season one is great. And it's great because each season is like, oh, here's, you know, seven episodes at 20 minutes a piece. Oh, this is just like an hour and a half long movie. Yeah. And like, that's the season basically. I fucking love it. Season two is so good. They go all in. Like they're like oh, fucking all the people from the video games are here and uh, it's so good. And the action's so fun. And I really, really, really dig that Castlevania um, Netflix series. Uh, is there anything else on your most favorite or can I say mine and then we move on to most hated? Because there is a list full of those. I, I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog and Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu was yeah, like, it came out before Sonic. And Detective Pikachu was like, oh shit, this is what it looks like when people put care and love into the world of the film. And actually imagine what would this look like? And what are the, like, if you could actually be in a Pokemon game or in a Pokemon world, like, what would what would your fantasies be? And they made those real. The movie itself was fine. And some of the dialogue and acting, especially of, like, the villain was, like, cringy. Um, but then Sonic took it one step further and gave the hedgehog teeth and everyone said no. And they said, okay, we won't. And then they released a better movie and it was fantastic. I love that movie so much. Best video game movie of all time. Papa John's. There we go. Uh, (laughs) My, some other that I like, uh, this kind of counts, doesn't really count, but Witcher. Technically, it's a book. But also, people know it because it's a game. The only reason Henry Cavill is because he played the fucking video game. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like the Netflix series, I like a lot. Season two is oh, about to come out. The series is based on the book. Technically, it's based, not on, based on, the on the book. Movie. I mean, the game. Got it. But again, Henry Cavill's only in it because he played the fucking video games because he's a big fucking sexy nerd. So uh, I really like The Witcher. And this movie isn't great, but I liked it because they they did certain things. They did a lot of things wrong. 
but they got the lore completely right and they got the set pieces really good. And that's Michael Fassbender's Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, again, the movie's like, whatever, it's fine. It's probably like a six yeah. out of 10 or whatever. But they really do get all the lore shit right. Like they get all the Abstergo and all the fucking, the weird real world shit that's in Assassin's Creed they do. Like the movie literally starts with him coming off, cutting off his ring finger because Bayak did that on accident and he's the first assassin. So now every assassin's cut off the ring finger when they get a hidden blade. It's like they just they, they did that fucking nerdy shit. They're talking about the pieces of Eden like they get it. And then when they actually use the animus and he goes back in time, it's really cool. It's like a free running thing. Like he's actually running around the world and they go back in time and that stuff is cool. But then the rest of the movie is just like them sitting in a in a, a 21st century office building. Yeah. That talking. Was, I like, got whatever. like. Finally, last year when, you know, pandemic and all this stuff and I was bored as fuck, I was like, I'm going to watch Assassin's Creed. I like Michael Fassbender enough. Uh, Assassin's Creed is a cool enough franchise. And then I got like three quarters of the way through it and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't mm-hmm. watch any more of this boring piece of shit. But you're right. Like the world of it, like they, it was, it, they got a lot of things right in it. It was kind of cool, but the movie itself couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, it's not perfect, but I do like it just because I got all stuff wrong. And then the actual best video game movie it's probably scott pilgrim versus the world let's be honest oh yeah scott pilgrim what a good freaking flick yeah. you know michael sarah's an awful person in that movie that movie's very good and it's got yes. all the biggest stars i'm like why are there so many fucking superheroes in this movie before they were famous it's yep. fucking wild Scott Pilgrim's great now we're gonna move on to the negative side which is really fun what is your most hated video game adaptation is I there anything hate, that you're like oh I boy so much it's not even out yet I hate okay. Uncharted the movie. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying so it's hard. It's not even out yet, but I hate it. And you know why I hate it? Because it's a movie. It's not going to be good. We know it's not going to be good mm. be- for several reasons. One, uh, first of all, it was before PlayStation Productions existed, which is the first party. Like, we're going to make our movies and we're going to actually care about our shit now. And so it started before PlayStation Productions, even though eventually it did move under that umbrella. It had a troubled development. It was under a bunch of different directors. Mark it's like Wahlberg's eight years in long in the yeah. making. Mark Wahlberg's been attached to the movie with like three different directors. So he's just like, I don't fucking care. Pay me and, and I'll do it. And then Tom Holland does the movie. And then in several follow-up interviews, one of them, he says, Uncharted, the movie, just like freaking crushed him. And it was like... Mm-hmm. All the stunts wore him out, beat him up, and he like felt miserable afterwards. And then in another yeah. interview, he says, again, the movie hasn't even come out yet. In another interview last year, he says, I, I really regret the way that I played Nathan Drake. He says, he's like, I think my performance was bad. Yeah, like, oh he's boy. like, I spent way too much time trying to look cool instead of actually trying to be the character. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> I'm sure the movie studio yeah. at that exact moment was like, what the hell did we just let him do? And like, so, you know, this movie is just being be real. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna it's going to be awful. I'm with you. I'll watch it, but it's going to be bad. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to be with my boys. I'm going to be probably a little day drunk, and we're going to be enjoying a Bavarian giant pretzel from AMC while we watch it, and it's going to mm. be fantastic because it comes out on my birthday. February 17th is my birthday. Okay. Oh, is that actually when the movie comes out? Uh, yeah. Well, technically the 18th, but you can see early viewings on the okay. 17th. We can see early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my birthday. That's the day of my birth. So yeah, that movie is my most hated video game movie, and it's not even out yet. And it's because it's going to fuck up a franchise that I love so much. Just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. 
other companies have done that. Uh, from I've got a couple on this list as well. Uh, I'm not even going to pick on Angelina Jolie for the two movies <laughs> I just mentioned because whatever she can live her life. I actually like the least of Candor one, uh, but this I'll go ahead and say it now. Super Mario Brothers movie. People were making fun of the Chris Pratt fucking and everything. <laughs> Fine, whatever. That '80s fucking Super Mario Brothers movie is actually upsetting. It's awful. <laughs> like it, it's so bad. It's not even funny. It's like how like excuse me like none of this makes sense like yoshi is like a literal miniature t-rex yeah he's like an actual baby velociraptor (laughs) it's just like when they de-evolve it's like none of this was what because it's okay like things don't have to follow the source material exactly like i don't i don't mind when people make little small changes here and there but when when did they de-evolve people's heads and they had giant bodies? Like that wasn't in Mario, which is fine. It doesn't have to be in Mario, but also that doesn't make any sense. And also it's not, doesn't look good. So like, yep. if you change something, at least make it be cool. It changed it. It didn't make sense. And it was stupid. What the fuck is this movie? Dennis Hopper's got cornrows. Fuck, fuck out of here. <laughs> That's also when we got introduced to in Canon. Now Mario, like their names are actually Mario, Mario and Luigi Mario because they are the Mario yeah, brothers. Mario brothers. <laughs> God, that movie is. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the bombs I watched it were cool, like, though. I don't understand. The little wind-up bombs yeah. you send them out, like the Koopas were freaking stupid as hell, though. Yeah, but remember, they also drove <sighs> bumper cars through the streets. That's right. Yeah. Was that? That's a movie. Was that the first time we ever saw Princess Daisy? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. She, she was, was in like, like from Mario another dimension 2. in that movie, right? I don't know. It's fucking awful. It doesn't matter. It fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, do, do you have any more? Again, there's a lot. Do you got some more? There are so many bad video game products movies. Uh, I mean, we I can, will say we can pick on the Resident Evil movies too. Most I was about to say Resident Evil seen. like three through seven or whatever. Exactly. It is. Yeah. The first one was okay. There's a, there's an interesting idea in one. And then it just gets to the point where it's like this made up character, Alice, which again, she's no, now she, like she has telekinetic powers and then she loses them. And then Michelle Rodriguez comes back from the dead, but she's just like a memory or a hologram. And then Wesker's on the white house and they have to fight. What the fuck? Why are there seven of these movies? What the fuck? <laughs> because they make on? so oh much money. I don't understand how those movies made money. Ugh. Um, so Princess Daisy first appeared in the Game Boy game Super Mario Land. Okay. A Super Mario Bros. movie release date. That was in 1989. The movie is 1993, so no, that was not her first appearance. Okay. That was that was after. Um. Also, uh, Max Payne starring featuring Mark oh, Wahlberg, gosh. your boy. Gosh. Yeah. I also, about a weird that. movie. It just doesn't really make sense. And it's just, I don't. Is it a noir movie? Sort of. I don't fucking know what I that movie's that about. Movie it's like drugs. I think in like the first four minutes of that movie, I went to go see it with my at the time best friend. And he like goes into his baby's room to like check on something or maybe he sees his baby. I don't even, I don't remember almost anything about that movie, but on the door is the word baby. And my <laughs> friend goes, why does that say babby? <laughs> And that was it. That's the last thing I remember. I cracked up laughing, dying, and then that's that's the last thing I paid attention to in that movie. It was a bad. Movie. It's just a weird movie because it's. I guess it sort of follows the storyline, but then it's like, oh, how about there are giant monsters? But it's just because you're high on drugs. Oh, so it's yes. a metaphor. Yes, but it's I like, forgot. why is that a metaphor? 
I forgot yeah. it was all. I was like, what the fuck are all these demons and monsters and shit doing in a Max Payne movie? It was weird as shit. That's a metaphor for doing drugs. It's fucking makes no sense. But Mark Wahlberg will be in Uncharted, the movie, uh, coming February something. It'll be great. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a lot of bad ones. We don't have to go through, but there are a ton of them. Do you have one more before we go on to your dream project? No. No, I'm ready to talk about my dream, and it's already becoming a reality, and it's The Last of Us TV series. And it's it just seems like everything is going so right with it, which I'm going to knock on every piece of wood in my entire apartment. But, like, the casting with Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey and... And uh, they just cast Nick Offerman as the, um, I don't want to spoil it. Well, people, uh, as the the gay character whose name I can't remember in the first game. Bill. Bill, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, the casting is perfect. Neil Druckmann is heavily involved. Like, he's taking pictures from set and all that kind of shit. And just the the Craig What's-His-Face guy from um, from Chernobyl's involved. Like, it, it all just yeah, seems Chernobyl like it's yeah. HBO, so it's got the budget. It seems like they're doing it right. And that's my dream project. It's my it's my favorite. It's it's the best video game of all time. And I'm just like I love that story so much. I'm so excited for other people to see it. And so that's my dream, and it's becoming reality. What a, what a life we live. My most hated thing is coming. My dream project is coming. <laughs> it's all gonna happen. Yeah. I, the minute they were like, oh, the the from the guy who made Chernobyl, and on HBO, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be good just based on that alone. Like. HBO literally puts out shit you've never heard of. And it's like, oh, that was fucking fantastic. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, a show about people who work at a resort and it's fucking great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys can just do no wrong, apparently. Um, so if it was, uh, so there's a couple of things. I'm very happy they're making Cuphead just because the style of that game is like, oh, yes, that would be a fantastic Oh, yeah. Show. I forgot about that. Uh, animated show on that Netflix. coming to Netflix. The other thing I would like, and I don't know how they would do it, and they would probably mess it up, but I would love it a game or a game, a movie in the dishonored world just because Ooh. it's like oh fucking magic and steampunk or fucking whale punk or whatever and assassinations would be really cool again i'm sure they would mess it up if they tried but i would love that just because i love that game and love that world and also can i get a hades animated series or a hades animated movie oh yeah oh you know, fuck that's a game i awesome. gotta go back to that i haven't thought about in a long time yeah yeah Hades is so good. horny and so pretty it's uh, it would be great it's gotta be it's the next vampire diaries yeah, absolutely. Yep. But not on the CW, please. <laughs> <Put on something good. laughs> wasn't there a wasn't there an HBO show that was super horny? All of them? All of all the shows. Some yeah, mm-hmm. some super horny Hades show on HBO, please. Just make HBO the home of everything. Not HBO Max necessarily, because now that HBO Max is a thing, like just HBO proper. Mm-hmm. There's some good stuff you can make. But again, the idea is like, oh yeah, this is a cool property, but it's like, oh, you're going to fuck it up. They've been getting better lately, but all right, that's it. That's all I got. That's it. And game on games or the game on our game show game. Uh, here's the thing. I got a question for you yeah. real quick. Yeah. Before you go into that. I, I don't know if this has to do with your, our bets. We made bets on oh, the game awards. My, yes, 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 yes. Bets. I haven't pulled up. Sorry. I totally forgot. So yeah, we did bets. A couple weeks ago on the game of the the game awards, and so we chose you chose five categories, and we were supposed to predict who would win in each of the categories, and the the rules were whoever lost has to then show up on the next episode in Jeff Keeley haunted mansion makeup, 
And if we both <laughs> lost or if we tied or something like that, then we have to do half of our face in Jeff Keeley yeah. makeup. And the other person has to do it in, in Jeff Keeley makeup. So um, here's what we had for game of the year. I predicted Deathloop. You predicted It Takes Two. You won that one. Mm-hmm. You get a point. I don't remember any of my predictions, by the way. So this will be a surprise to me. For best performance, we both predicted Erica Mori. No points. For best indie game, we both predicted Death's Door. No points. For most anticipated, I guessed Elden Ring. You guessed God of War Ragnarok. So I got a point. And then for content creator, I guessed The Grefuga. And you guessed Fusely. <laughs> and neither of us got a point there. So we tied with one point each, which means next episode... We have to come with half of our face in Jeff Keeley Haunted Muppets Mansion makeup. Yes. So if you are listening right now and you're like, damn, that video version sounds good, catch us live on twitch.tv slash idiots on Sunday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, or watch the replay on YouTube on Tuesday. That'll be fun. I, I claim the right side of my face. Okay. Nope, the left. I'm gonna do this the, side. I'm gonna do the middle side, and you're gonna do the outsides. <laughs> the outsides? <laughs> no, God, that'll no. be so fucking dumb. <laughs> I want this side that my hands on. This is the one I want. Good, because that's the side like on the screen. Like if I do the side that my hands on, nope, oh, it's gotta do this side. Oh yeah, I don't know the way that the Twitch is looking. So okay, this so, will make sense. So on Twitch, I'm gonna do my left side, and that's on Twitch, the right side of the screen. This is also my left side, though. Okay, so it doesn't match up. As long as it matches up on the screen. Yes, it'll match up on the screen. Okay, because I think I mirror you so that it looks like you're looking towards the center. Yeah, yeah. looking out. Okay, so we're both going to do the left side of our face like Jeff Keighley's face in the Muppets Haunted Mansion. Uh, Thank you for reminding me of that wonderful, wonderful little thing. I have a game on game show, but we've gone so long already. It's like an hour and 45 minutes, and this is a long Mm. game on game show. So I'm going to make the executive decision to say we're going to postpone this game on Game Show for next week. And we're cool. going to have that as uh, a little extended treat. And with that, it brings us to the end of our show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 237 of Respawn Aim Fire, the Kick-Ass Irreverent Gaming Podcast. You have homework. Go to patreon.com slash Fire. You can vote on Barf Games because there's going to be a new poll for that coming up later this week uh, to tell us what we're going to play in January. That's Backlog Accomplishment with Respawn and Friends. Uh, And not only do we play it, but also, spoiler alert, you can play it too. We're not the bosses of you. And this is a good opportunity if you say, man, i really love to play blank, but I'll never get around to it. Like, here's your excuse. Fucking do it, you coward. Mm -hmm. And then you can come talk about it on the show with us or you can write us an email and we'll read it at a time not that we're supposed to. And uh, so that's an opportunity you have. I promised you that I was going to get you a Halo Infinite wallpaper for your devices, which patrons can get at patreon.com slash fire. And I'm almost done with it. So that'll be coming up very, very, very shortly. Um, so all sorts of cool stuff over there. Play with us on game nights whenever we have those. And we should do a Halo one soon. Yes. Big I know we battle. just play with people anyways, so we don't necessarily always have to do game night, but we should just be like, oh, Halo yeah. will be fun to play, everyone. It's free. Frick, yeah. Free to play. You can play it on Game Pass streaming. Oh, by the way, I was playing... I had to download the Halo campaign because I didn't realize that was mm-hmm. a separate download, and then I tried to do it for my phone, and it didn't do it for my phone, so then I came back today and I had to download it. So while it was downloading, I'm like, oh, I have Game Pass. I have cloud gaming on my Xbox. Why don't I just boot up Forza 5 without having to download it? 
while I wait for Halo to download, because for some reason I couldn't do that with the Halo campaign. Maybe because it's a game within a game. Mm. And so I got, I was like, this xCloud gaming thing is pretty dope, but it also looks 1080p and gross on my giant 4K TV. So I was like, everything I've heard about Forza 5 is that it's beautiful, so I'm not going to let this be the first time I play Forza 5. So I didn't mm-hmm. use cloud gaming, but I could have. Could have. And that's science. Um, that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show. Uh, we love you. Go have a holly jolly holiday, whatever holiday that you want it to be. And until next time, here's our sign off. Remember how big my penis looked when I held this tiny can?